Hi guys, I'm Priscilla. And I'm Jess. We're two longtime friends, aka besties, and the hosts of Popcorn for Dinner's new film podcast, Is This Cinema? Every week, Jess and I, along with some friends from Popcorn for Dinner and Beyond Popcorn for Dinner, are going to be discussing all the latest film releases. Yeah, and we'll also be doing some blind debates, where we'll be foolishly given topics to debate live on air without any prep time. Okay. Intense movie and filmmaker drafts. Top fights of our best actors and honestly, whatever fun ideas we're pretty much dumb enough to try. So please subscribe on all podcast platforms and come and join us at the movies as we try to investigate just what is cinema. Bye, guys. Bye. Hello and welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. And welcome to the sleaziest motel, the side of wine. <laughs> Today, we're going to be discussing episode four of HBO Max's Love and Death. And joining me today, making her debut on the podcast. God knows why she missed the puppet show. It's comfort! Woo! Comfort, how are you doing? Welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I'm doing great. Um, Sunday, bank holiday tomorrow, so... Very excited. I'm very relaxed. You ready to talk about love and death? Yeah. Murder? Axe murdering? <laughs> I am. I am. I've really enjoyed watching the episodes. Don't worry. Little, I, I, will, I plan to make this as painless for you as possible. Okay, good. 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 It's good. taking you so long to come on the podcast, so I, I, I promise I won't. I'll make I the know. experience. As... It's been a long time coming. I mean, you've already... But I'm here now. Yeah, you've already committed to the rest of the season. So whether you like it or not, you're, <laughs> you're, you're strapped. I've said it on, on the podcast and that is legally binding. So it's fine. Legally? Um, yeah, legally. Because I said so. Um, <laughs> but before we go into talking about Lizzie Olsen, guys, first of all, thank you for coming to the podcast. Um, please check out all our other episodes. If there's a show that you're watching right now and enjoying, we are most likely talking about it. Uh, we have weekly coverage on Succession, the final season, Barry, the final season, Ted Lasso, probably the final season, Yellow Jackets. So please check all of those out. We are covering all of those shows weekly. Um, the most recent season of The Mandalorian, we also cover that weekly. If you watched Rain Dogs, we cover that bi-weekly. So check out all of that on the podcast feed. Um, more importantly, please rate and review. If you're listening on Spotify, you can rate right there on the podcast page. You, you, you can do it right now. Go ahead, just, just do it right now. Just give us five stars. Um, if it's less than five stars you want to give us, just never mind, forget about it. Um, if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, you can rate, but please also just give a quick review. Say this podcast is good. The host's voice isn't as bad as everyone else says it is. Whatever, just give a good just a review and then all of that helps us to get ahead of the algorithm. Um, yeah, we have some cool episodes coming up as we reach, um, the finale of Love and Death, um, Succession, Barry, Yellow Jackets, Ted Lasso. So speaking of Love and Death, we missed last week. Obviously they released episodes one, two, three. So please, we apologize for that, but we will be talking about the rest of the season, which ends episode seven. So we hope you guys come back to listen to us talk about this show. Okay. Let's talk about Love and Death. Um. Love and Death is created by David E. Kelly, who is probably one of the most prolific TV writers in the last 20 to 30 years. It's starring Elizabeth Olsen, Jesse Plemons, Lily Rabe, 
Patrick Fugit, Kristen uh, Ritter, and Tom Pelfrey. So before we talk about the show itself, Comfort, what did you know about this story? This story about Candy Montgomery going in? I didn't know anything. Okay. I had no idea. Um, I think I watched a trailer initially when the, the, the day the trailer was released and then forgot what the trailer was about or what the show was about after I watched it. So I was actually watching it with fresh eyes, um, having no clue. But I, I think I prefer it that way because then you don't know where the story is going to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I knew, I knew there was someone, I knew there was an affair and I knew someone died, but I didn't know... Um, I mean, also I should say, by the way, guys, they're going to be spoilers. We're talking about an episode of a TV show, so they're going to be spoilers. So if you are interested about watching the show, go watch the show and come back and, or go read the Wikipedia and come back and listen to us talk about it. Um, so I knew someone died, but I didn't know who died. And I didn't know whether like Candy was the perpetrator or the victim. Wait, you knew this before the, you heard of the show? What? Or like, you mean you picked this up from the trailer? I knew, of, that was, so I knew of the story roughly because... There was a show that came out last year about the exact same story. Uh, Jessica Biel played Candy and um, the brilliant Melanie Linsky, who we just adore on this podcast, played played Betty Gore. So I kind of had an idea that somebody I knew those. And I, I think when they had announced that the show was happening with Elizabeth Olsen, I think I kind of just like a quick Google and I found it was a true story. So I tried to stay away so I wouldn't get too, too spoiled. So I kind of knew those things. So... So I thought, which is actually funny, because I thought the story was going to go one way, and then episode four happens, and I was like, oh, it's happening, which we'll talk about in a second. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I like, unlike, obviously, someone like Farida, who we both know, and who mm-hmm. likes to just go and read Wikipedia pages before watching something. <laughs> yeah, before the I show. I hope she's listening to this. Like, why I'm, would you do that to yourself? Hope, why would you ruin it for yourself? Uh, anyway. Um, okay, let's talk about episode three episodes one two and three or rather one through three before going to episode four mm-hmm. what were your general thoughts or even if you have more specific thoughts about the first three episodes of the show which all dropped um together last week okay so for me it was like really intriguing i don't know so i have this thing when i really like the actor or actress and i haven't seen them in that type of role well have i seen elizabeth olsen i don't know maybe one division she was like kind of house you know, set in, 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 well, that was set in the 50s, I guess, and ranged through time. But still, yeah, I guess I was more intrigued as, as to where it was go and where the story would go. I really like seeing Elizabeth Olsen as like this southern housewife and just like, I was fascinated by the accent and like how she, you know, she had to practice that a lot or where that kind of came from. And so it did start like, a bit slower and, and kind of like, okay, where's this going to go? But I was intrigued because usually with like, when you watch stuff with affairs, it's like um, a moment of like temptation and they didn't mean to and they kind of slip into it. But hers was so calculated. It was just like, oh, I, I want to have an affair. Them mm-hmm. negotiating an affair was just hilarious to me. I was like, this is... Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You carrying exactly. out an affair like a business contract is incredible. Exactly, exactly. And 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 just the, the, the whole way it played out was just so, like, bizarre, if anything, that I was just like, where is this story going? Um, and And it's funny because, you know, my whole thing about, like, oh, I don't like to root for the bad person. You well, know? I we, do. We so why don't you this. explain it to the, to the audience what <laughs> okay, that thing is? Okay, so I... I don't like this trend of like, you know, in, in today's time where we're like rooting for the person who's doing like all this evil stuff. And he's like, um, what show we, we were talking about power the other time. And like, he's a drug dealer and he's cheating on his wife and he's killing people. And everyone's like, yeah, we love it. 
And I'm just like, no, no, I don't like this. And so there's this been this trend of like this, I don't know if it's to call it an anti-hero or whatever, but like just this person doing stuff that I would consider to be um, morally wrong. And we're all like rooting for them. And I went on this rant and I was like, oh, I hate it. But then, <laughs> then watching Love and Death, I'm like rooting for Elizabeth Olsen. So I'm a hypocrite. I admit it, I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> but I can't help it. I like her as an actress. I like her shows and I just think she's super talented. Um, and so, and I think, I think they set it up in such a way where it was like, it's, it's weird. I'm really like baffled into how like the writers and just the creators made the audience root for her. Because usually when someone's doing something evil, it's because like the people around them are doing, are, are like worse. So like she has a really abusive husband or, you know, her life is really hard and that's why she has to go out and do this, you know, quote-unquote bad thing and we're like oh yeah we understand it she's human but actually her life is pretty you know her husband's great um she has like loving kids and like she lives in a good like loving neighborhood um you know kind of small town of course there's like gossip and all that stuff but her life is generally what i would say pretty seems to be pretty good um but i'm still rooting for her (laughs) i'm still rooting for her uh well i mean you have an assumption there that general audiences will root for her i don't know i mean if if you listen to this let us know if you're rooting for her going into episode yeah, four um but i mean I, I think also like you already come in with a lot of baggage that you like elizabeth olsen and you want to root for elizabeth olsen it's true and this is a bit more psychological but we're just we're programmed to root for the main character or to like the first person you see on screen you're gonna want to support that person that's just unfortunately that's the way our brains work um did you are you aware? Oh no, aware is the wrong word. Were you maybe aware? Were you aware of the other actors involved in the show going in? Like, do you know that? Um, like, oh, that's that person. That's that person. Yeah, yeah. So I think another reason um, I'm kind of rooting for them is Jesse Plemons. So I watch Friday nights. Um, lights. Wait. Friday night what's lights. It Friday yeah. night lights. Yeah. <laughs> Friday night lights. Yeah. So I, I watched that um, way back when. Um, when I was a teen and liked his character then and like um what's that yeah I've, I've watched a few of the stuff what was the show we were talking about the other day it was a game, game night, night the movie, um, yeah. yeah no so I, I I like Jesse Plemons I think I'm also bi- biased there Kristen Ritter um also like from why well, can't I remember the name of any show Jessica right now Jones, <laughs> um, Jessica Jones that's the one and like even two no she wasn't in two broke girls what was that other show she don't did? trust the bee um, no apartment 13 I think yes yes why yes, do yes I have exactly that on yeah. top of my head ready to go that's so weird yeah exactly you're, you're <laughs> just so, coming up with it that's quick. so weird <laughs> I've never wondered, I don't know why I have that in my head um yeah it's like first of all thoughts on Kristen Ritter red hair um I don't have any. I liked I don't, it. I, I don't liked like it. it. I don't um, like it. She should never not be why? black. I'm sorry. She should never not have black hair. I was discussing this <laughs> why? with a Jessica friend. Jones bias. Maybe Jessica Jones. I saw Breaking Bad she had black hair. I just know her as a black haired girl. I just like. I don't know. Wait, she was in Breaking yeah, Bad. Yeah, she was in Breaking Bad. Have you seen Breaking Bad? No, I haven't. Yeah, so she was in Breaking Bad. Jessica Jones was in Breaking Bad as well. Um, I need to start vetting the guests. I guess on this podcast. <laughs> why because i haven't seen breaking it's yeah. on my it's on my to watch uh, list and it has been for like 10 years okay. but i just never got uh, you're the second guest not have seen breaking anyways whatever um i'm not <laughs> i'm not one to judge I'm, I'm anyways no um yeah i don't know i was, I was discussing with a friend here who likes her in red hair i don't know i don't like her with red hair i think she should have black hair it always just sticks out to me but that's a different thing anyways um yeah it's like it's a cast of at least for me actors that like, I'm not saying none, none of them is like, wow, maybe Lizzie Olsen, just none of them is like, wow, a movie star. Mm. But they are all actors that I know their names and I know, like, 
like I'm like, oh, I'm intrigued to see what you're gonna do. Yeah. Like, I mean, someone like Patrick Fugit, like it's either you know him from maybe Almost Famous or Gone Girl. So <laughs> maybe that, that determines what your character is like, depending on where you know him from. And then Wait, like, what's his name? Uh, Patrick Fugit, F-U-G-I-T. I'm Googling him. Oh, I didn't know that was his name. I mean, I hope he's didn't Fugit. It might be Fugit, name. but yeah. No, no, anyway. you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, you have someone like Tom Pelfrey, who I first saw on like Iron Fist and just has gone on to do good work on like ozark and um outer range so anyway yeah these are all actors i was mm-hmm. like oh i'm very interested lily brave obviously as well i'm very like i'm very interested to see what you're going to do and so that would definitely get me interested um it's funny because this is i was telling you of uh we've never really done a show like this on the podcast we've never we've never covered a bit at least no i don't think so not yeah yeah i'm pretty sure we haven't a, a, like based on a true story kind of show Mm. So it's almost a bit weird. I don't really know how to tackle it because you want to talk about it as a TV show. I don't really want to talk about it like uh, this is what happened in real life or whatever. Yeah, I want to focus on what we're watching. But there's been a recent wave. I mean, they've always had based on true life shows or whatever. But there's been a recent wave in the last maybe eighteen to twenty four months of just a lot of based on true life shows. And you have last year alone there was a period where around this time last year you had like the dropout, you had we crashed, you have the Uber story. Um, you had the girl from Plainville, which I never saw. So like, it's just like, there was just so many based on true life, true life stories. And this kind of goes into my thoughts on episode one, two, three. The ones that I have tended to like more and really enjoyed are the ones that kind of said more than what was on the Wikipedia page. The show has something more to say than, hey guys, this is a wild story, if that makes sense. Like, mm. I... Out of that group of tech investor show, I think the one I enjoyed the most was was the dropout, and I think that was like kind of the most successful one, and that had something to say about just like capitalism and fraud and just like the way, yeah. Anyway, that that that's so, just a crazy story. Um, so what do you think this show had to say? Well, so that's that that that's what I'm trying to get to <laughs> through the the ring roses, but yeah, but like no, but like yeah, dropout. I also really, really enjoyed. I think we spoke about the last Under the Banner of Heaven with Andrew Garfield. That mm-hmm. I was talking more about religion and community and just a bit of stuff. Welcome to Chippendales, the Kumail and Jenny show about the Chippendales strippers. Weirdly, I think all those three shows are on Disney Plus, so you can go and watch that if you're interested. So watching the first trips of this show, I I didn't feel like I might be wrong. Please let me know if you think I'm wrong. But I didn't feel like there was something else that the show was saying. It was telling a I was enjoying the ride I was on. Mm-hmm. Following Jesse Plemons and Elizabeth Olsen have an affair, and kind of, but I I, I don't know I I wasn't feeling something more I wasn't it wasn't really it's not for example it wasn't inspecting their family their familiar relationships in any way mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. it was like oh this is like you said like he never really said oh well your husband is actually kind of fine why are you cheating like she says oh yeah I want I want more in my life and then she goes out and cheats like I don't know this show wasn't doing I felt like it was doing okay for me but it wasn't going the extra step which again is very fine in the first three episodes because you feel like there is more to do so i was interested because i already liked the bare minimum but i felt like there's an extra step to take interesting i i don't know i feel i i I definitely hear what you say and i think yeah you're right it it didn't it it kind of just stuck to the story and the character is not necessarily a social commentary but for me i i think that's okay i think that you know i don't think every show has to have some grand wider meaning 
Sometimes it's just a shit. <laughs> I know it sounds bad, but sometimes it's just a shit. No, you're right. You're right. And I wanted to yeah. say that, like, I'm not saying that it has to do it. And mm-hmm. I, I think I'm just saying for me personally, I think if I'm going to, like, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it if you just tell, if mm-hmm. you tell a wild story in a very, like, well done way, I would enjoy it. But for me to feel, I don't know how to put it, if I'm going to feel like, oh, this is a great story about something truly terrible, like murder and stuff, I want to feel like it, like the show, like basically what is the reason you're telling this story? If you're telling this story just to depict a fun, no, it's not fun because people are dying. <laughs> if you're telling this story just to depict a, like a wild ride, yeah. that's all, that, that is fine. Like that, that is mm-hmm. fine. You're right. But like from, so, but that, that, what takes you from a good show to a great show to me is if you have, something else and not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say i'm not saying don't come and preach that's not i'm don't yeah. preach i'm just saying like what else do you want to say and it can be <laughs> it can be anything about like this is how like this is a terrible idea we're just but like how men might think that because they are not terrible they are fine but you really do need to have to, like i'm just thinking of her husband now the character like you, mm-hmm. you kind of need to be intentional to like just because you're not cheating and beating her doesn't mean it's yeah. fine so like it can be anything yeah. like and that's that was a very terrible off the top of my head um example but it's like if that's what you're trying to say that like you need to be positive and not just the middle in your relationship you need to actually otherwise she might feel disillusioned mm. that's fine it can be something like that or it can be something as heady as whatever i'm just like what are you telling me what are you what, are, what is this show about so but again, I'm not trying, like, it doesn't have to be, like, I, I don't, I, like, I'm not trying to say you, you have to be something more than what you are. If you're just telling a fun story, again, I use that word fun when people are dying. Yeah, <laughs> what is it? You find a death story, fun, clearly. Yeah, I mean, if you're just telling a story, then that's fine. But I think for me to take that extra step, like, like, oh, this show makes my, like, let's see if there's anything of, of note, but makes my top 10 list is like, okay, what else do they have to say? Mm. Um, like, for example, Under the Banner of Heaven, tells like it's a story that I mean, the character really tackles with with his religion and i'm not I'm, like i'm not saying oh like for people that might be inter- incredibly boring yeah. and they don't care about that so that's fine but for me personally i was like oh it took it on a different layer mm-hmm. but that being said episode four came around yes it did and i personally think this was the best episode of the season so far um what did you think of episode four episode what? four was wild to, to, to me it was wild because at the end okay so Spoiler alert, but at the end of... I know you already said that, but just had to say it again. Because um, at the end mm-hmm. of episode three, she comes with the the axe, obviously. And then it seems like the start of episode four, it seems like she's going to talk her down. Like, mm-hmm. um, like it was a fake out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I thought like, oh, okay, they just kind of did that to raise your blood pressure and then it's all going to settle down. Mm-hmm. And then no, there is actually a murder. And I, because of the the bit before, I thought that they were just going to talk it out and it was fine. It was just like a bit of a jump scare kind of thing. But I was like, oh damn, no, she she has to go to prison now. Like she's actually the bad person. Um, and so, and then just a the crazy bit of it is the fact that she tried to like act like nothing had happened. You just like butchered this woman, and I don't know in what world you think you're going to get away with it. Like just acting like everything's normal, like. And and then the the other bit was like the baby, and I was like, "What the hell? Are you just gonna like leave the baby there?" Thank God they found the baby, but I was like, "Is the baby just gonna starve to death?" And like, obviously, shout all over itself because that's what a baby would do. Mm-hmm. It was just I don't know. It was just so baffling to me that if this is like how things played out, that this woman 
you know, I mean, I guess she panicked, but she thought that she would be able to just like get away with it and pretend like nothing happened and talk about like, oh yeah, I saw her, you know, I got some towels and a swimsuit and then just go back to her normal life as if that would ever happen. It would have been better for her to just like call the police straight away and be like, I had to, you know, do it in self-defense because she brought an axe and she was trying to kill me. Like that would have been like to me a million times better. Do you think that's what you would have done? No, <laughs> I don't know. Yes, probably. I probably would have run away because I was, I don't know. I pray I'm never in that situation. But I think it's almost worse living with the fear of like, I'm going to get caught. Like I'm going to get, someone's going to find me out. Like, I think it would have been better, better to just be like, call your husband and be like, oh my gosh, this has just happened. And then at least or call someone close to you. And then hopefully they're rational enough to be like, let's call the police. Let's do this. But like, not just, you know, wash off your clothes and like pretend nothing's hap- happened, then you're definitely, you're, you're going to prison. You're going to prison. Um, well, I mean, it's 1980, I think. Mm, that is true. I didn't think about that. Maybe the uh, forensic evidence wasn't as good. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I maintain that it's easier to get away with murder, like with crimes back then. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Not even, not even, not even easy. Obviously, it's easier. I just feel like, why are you getting caught in 1955? Like, what are you, like, why are you actually <laughs> getting caught in 1955? How bad are you? Like, there are no cameras. There's no DNA. Why are you actually getting caught What? In there's still uh, DNA evidence, surely. No, not 1955. Isn't there? I think DNA was like, a, I think DNA became, I mean, again, if I'm wrong, someone let me know. I think DNA became a big thing in like the 90s. I have no clue. So I'll just take your word for it. Well, don't. That's terrible. That's terrible <laughs> okay. for you to do. Okay, so, but you didn't know there was a murder, right? Oh, no, you knew because the show starts with a murder, uh, right? So the show starts with blood. Oh, but I didn't even think about that. You, fo- I you forgot, forgot about, about that. that. Fair enough. So I didn't even know there was going to be a murder. So it, it just, it came out and it was like oh. shocking to me. For, okay, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, So obviously, like I said, I knew there was a murder. I knew Candy was involved, but I didn't know, like, I didn't know if she was the perpetrator. Because I kept on thinking, I was like, this, like, yeah, she's cheating. And one to the other, like, she's cheating, but she doesn't feel like someone that would kill someone. Mm. Like, I was like, this is like, she's not, I thought, oh, is she going to get obsessed with Jesse Plevon's character and then go kill his wife? Mm. For, like, but I was like, she doesn't, like, she doesn't really there was seem a moment, like that though. person. There was a moment. You know when they were in the diner, it felt very Silver Linings Playbookish. You know when when uh, they're in the diner and he first tries to like cut things off. I don't know if it was mm-hmm. like episode two or three, mm-hmm. and she and he shushes her and she's like, "Don't shush me," and she gets very mm-hmm. upset. You know, mm-hmm. and and she basically is like, "We're not," <laughs> without saying the words, she's basically we're like, "We're not ending things." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so at that moment i was like oh is this gonna is this where it turned into like she's crazy obsessed with him she, they did mm-hmm. kind of like slyly hint at things there but then it kind of settled again so i was like oh, okay maybe i just mis- misread the moment wrong so i mm-hmm. guess she does have that kind of killer streak in her somewhere yeah no yeah i think that maybe that was them like foreshadowing it. but because so i'm thinking oh whatever murder happens happens um episode six episode seven the finale i was like oh this is something that maybe the show ends with her committing a crime and going to jail. I didn't think the show would happen. I didn't think the murder would happen halfway through the show. Didn't you? No, I didn't. Mm, I because... Th- okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, go No, because so, so when, like you, when I'm like, oh, it's a fake house. But when, when she then, like, stumbles out of the house, with blood, I'm like, wait, we haven't <laughs> even got halfway through the show and, like, the murder has <laughs> happened. So, like, and again, I didn't expect it to play out the way it did. Mm. What were you expecting? 
So this might be as a result of social conditioning and and the way quote unquote crazy women have been depicted on TV. But I thought, like I said, I mm-hmm. thought she was going to be obsessed and then go kill the person. I, I didn't because obviously we haven't seen what really happened, but the way the show depicts it, obviously we're seeing it from Candy's point of view. But the way the show depicts it is more self defense than anything else. Obviously, it does go be like when. I don't know if you can really use self-defense in court when you've hatched us so much. Like, there's so many attacks. So, like, mm-hmm. it's like it goes beyond that. But, like, the way what we see is that it starts off as self-defense, which is not what I thought was going to happen. I thought it was going to be more of a premeditated um, event. So, that was also surprising mm. to me. Um, so, you thought Candy was going to go out and, like, kill... What's the, what's the wife's Betty, name? Betty, yeah. Betty. Yeah. Interesting. But you mentioned, like... You knew it was true true crime, right? Because mm-hmm. usually with true crime, doesn't the murder happen at the beginning? It's more about like who did it, or am I thinking of like detective shows who done it? I don't know. No, I mean that's you're right, but I think I mean I'm I'm not I haven't watched that many true crime shows, but I think the reason it was different from me was because the show was following, like Candy was the protagonist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if the cop was a protagonist, I'm like, oh, okay, it's gonna be about finding out who did it. And got it, got it. Makes I sense, yeah. I figured like I knew Candy was involved in other. She was either the victim or the murderer. So whichever way I thought the show would not necessarily not like necessarily like the final shot, but like it to end with either her committing a crime or her being killed. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think this was gonna be her kind of like evading police. <laughs> yeah. Which again, like, it's an interesting turn. I want to see what the next few episodes have or, or do with it. I mean, there's there are so many act- good actors in this. Like, I don't think, I don't think Tom Pelfrey has got to do anything really so far. Yeah, I, I think Jesse Plemons has is constantly reliable. He's had one or two scenes to be really good, but like, you kind of feel like now that his his wife is is dead, he probably probably gonna unlock him because he's he, we know how good Jesse Plemons is. Esbethelson has been stellar all through anyways. So yeah, no, I don't know. I just, I was surprised that the murder happened so early. And obviously the rest of the episode is her, like you said, trying to act like nothing is normal and re- reciting this lie about how she went to Target and realized that her watch wasn't working. So she, <laughs> so, so she came out. The amount of times she recounted that story. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't really begrudge what she did. I don't think, unlike you, I don't really think people would be that clear-headed to start calling. And like, would the police believe her? Plus, obviously, she's the one that was having an affair with Betty's husband. Mm, true, true, true. So, I okay. So, I understand panicking maybe, like, the first, like, immediately, right? Mm-hmm. But then going about, like, cutting up your shoes and washing your clothes and cleaning your head. It's just looking bad. It's just looking bad. Because it was, at least it started self-defense, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you're just looking guilty, like it was premeditated, that what you're doing, like washing up everything and cleaning away, like, it's only going to end badly. My my whole thing now is like, like the way episode four kind of ends is, obviously he pulls a police guy back and says, oh, he was having an affair. Mm-hmm. And so, and also because it's a small town, I feel like it's going to be like vultures. Mm-hmm. So I'm intrigued to see like how she's going to get out of it. Or if she can get out of it. I don't think she can. I don't know, because I don't know the story in real life. I don't know what Yeah, to same. I mean, I'm just assuming by the fact that we know of this crime, mm. I'm just going to assume that she was caught. <laughs> just like... <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. 
I'm gonna say she was caught, but like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if she went to jail. I don't know if she was acquitted. I don't really know what yeah. what happened. Or she took out a few more people with her before she was caught. Oh you know? Jesus Christ! That. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just gonna quickly check something actually. Without... Are you kidding? What happened? No, no. Come on, I'm actually, okay. I'm, I'm not for either. Um, okay. I wanted to do like a quick thing and just kind of see who played who in the other like version. The Jessica Bill one. Jessica Bill one. Yeah. It sounds familiar now that you say it. I think I saw. Yeah, it was on, it was on Hulu last. I think it was twenty twenty two last year. Um, okay, so Jessica Bill played Candy, Melanie Linsky played Betty. Huh? Pablo Schreiber. Oh, it's when she had that really short um curly hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember this. Yeah. Pablo Schreiber played Alan Gore. Um, did you watch Orange Is the New Black? Uh, early season. Yeah, but porn. But I don't remember him being in porn stash, the early season. Porn stash. Mm, was one of the gods. Years ago, I don't remember. Okay. Anyway, he played, and then Timothy Simons played. But these are really actors that I really like. Huh? Maybe I should watch this. I only recognize half of these actors. Hmm. Anyway, that's just a quick detour. Uh, what do you? What are you looking forward to in the final? In not the final, but the next few episodes. Like where? Okay. Where do you think the show might go? So I'm looking forward to, um, so Candy's confrontation. What? What's his name? Why can't I remember anyone's name? Let me try and find... Well, the um, husband? Yeah. No, so what's... um? Is it... Alan is... Jesse Plummer. Candy's husband? Or who she was having... She's having the affair with Alan. Okay, yeah. So Alan's confrontation with Candy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is one... Well, you mean as like when how... he finds out that she did it? No, because, you know... um. The way I imagine things are going to play out is... They've told the police, okay, he did have an affair with Candy. Obviously, she now has a motive and she was the last person to see her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and so rumors are going to start flying people are going to start accusing her so either he's going to come to her defense and be like no she would never do that mm-hmm. you know or he's going to get suspicious and like confront her about it mm-hmm. so i want to see how their dynamic plays out also the husband right because the husband um what's her husband's name now? Pat. pat yeah and the fact that pat was like kind of quite gracious when she cheated and he apologized for her cheating on him which i thought was like wild but um you know why comfort now, because men are the prize men are, men are the prize. okay i never help you sleep at night okay um but yeah i think i'm also kind of seeing how interested in seeing how their kind of marriage dynamic changes once i assume accusations start flying hmm. if it's going to be like a gone girl scenario like in terms of like everybody just turning on them, media and it frenzy and all that kind of stuff, or like yeah, like what's gonna happen? Do you like Gun Girl? D- do I like Gun Girl? Yeah. Yes. Oh I think my so. god! You 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 took way too long to think about. No, that. No, no, no. Because I was trying I to know. think. You mm. said in a way that there was something that I shouldn't like. So no, no. Like, well, yeah, because you're. So, we've already gone over this. You do not like. You do not like shows or movies that focus on bad people. So that is why I asked. No, but I think she's clearly the bad person. It didn't try to, like, I, I don't think in the story tries to make her out to be some sort of, like, hero or saying She's clearly the bad person in, in the end of it. So I don't think that wouldn't fall into my, kind of, my, what I was saying earlier. Okay. But yes, I like Gone Girl. Do you have any more thoughts on Love and Death? Um... That took me too long to think. No, no, I don't know. No, I don't. Well, no, I mean, it's, <laughs> no, I mean, look, it lit- honestly, only two weeks have happened, so it's kind of 
yeah, we're kind of halfway through the show, but like mm-hmm. one, two, and three were all moving. So like it's it's kind of ratcheting up now. You know, the investigation is on. They know that she was cheating with Alan. So okay, quick question. I know it is, and I know how law enforcement works. But like, really, if is the fact that Candy was cheating with Alan motive for her to kill Betty? Like, isn't that isn't it the other way around? Even no, no. I mean, I mean, yes, it is the other way around. But I think it can also apply this way as well. Because if you have someone that's um very obsessive and they're like, well. I want him as myself, so I have to get the wife out of the way. Then yeah, that's, Fuck, a, that's a very that's a very good point actually. That, that actually that's a very good point. That, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Final. As we wrap up, excluding power, which you already mentioned. What? So what? Whatever show. Yes. Okay. So I haven't watched this again. This may be me just tuning out based on the synopsis. But like Dexter. Okay. I mean, I can't defend Dexter because I haven't seen it. Hmm. Think but isn't it about Dexter that he's killing serial killers? It's just weird. I don't know. The whole thing is just weird. Also, what you're saying is that serial killers should be allowed to, to roam the street. Well, no. I don't think they should be no, allowed no, no. to roam the No, no, no. It's fine. That's what you think. Like, this is a podcast. Just say, say what you say no, what's in your heart. You believe that serial killers I just don't should be allowed think to roam that the someone going out and being a serial killer themselves should be celebrated. Or rooted. Okay, I mean, yeah. So obviously, I can't use Dexter because I haven't watched Dexter. Mm-hmm. But like, I haven't watched I'm, either, so I may be totally wrong, to be honest. But that's just my. Impression. But I, I would hope that like he gets some comic pants in the show. Like I would hope that like the story doesn't paint him as the hero, and other characters are like, what are you doing? And characters are like, maybe, maybe, maybe that's the case. I, I mean, I mean, look, we've gone over this before. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bore the audience. But I believe that all stories should be told, and then. And I agree, then, I agree, just just to make that clear. Yeah, okay. We kind of decide whether it's like, it's glorifying or it's actually chastising after we've seen it, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's a tricky one. It's, uh, I don't know, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. I, I kind of, this is going to go on a tangent, but I liken it to music. But maybe we shouldn't go go there because it's just the whole thing in itself. Of like really violent music and like talking about killing people and stuff. And yeah, you can say... Yeah, let's not go there. Because <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, that's a whole, a whole thing. I don't itself. have the, I don't back myself with the expertise to to, to go into that into that realm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, look, I mean, we went. I I started things like, like you can't control how people would receive your work. Like something like I what did I, I mentioned, Fight Club last time we spoke. Like mm-hmm. Fight Club is something that has been widely adopted by the wrong people. The people that are literally that the show the movie is literally making fun of have taken it to be like their own thing and but you're like no that's kind of not what this but like i don't know if you're the creator of that you can't be like oh, fuck people are going to misunderstand this like just hopefully you hope is that the smart people understand and everyone else yeah follows along eventually but um what we've agreed on is that you like killers when they're played by actors that you like so that's <laughs> yes. fun that's yeah fun. i think that's fair to say that's fair to say um, I'll be, but yeah I'll, no i'll be I mean, hypocrite um, i'll be hypocrite when it's an actor uh, when it's an actor i like and I guess the audiences can look forward to your own wholesome and heartwarming stories <laughs> that you will make because yes. I didn't mention it earlier, but Comfort is a writer and director. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram, first of all, I apologize. But second of all, you would see when I posted, was it, la- it was last year, right? About about the screening that we had for Comfort. Yes, um, last year, yeah. Comfort's debut, debut short film, which I was lucky enough to be on the production team for and and he was a fantastic producer 
Well, okay, thank you. That was well worth the ten pounds I sent you. For <laughs> okay. Um, and I mean, I, I think I, I guess eventually, very soon, it will be on, out on live for people to watch, and I would obviously share that when that time comes. But I think for now, I think that's a good point to end it. Yeah. We'll be back talking about love and death next week, episode five. Um, I didn't mention. I mentioned that the show is created by um David E. Kelly. I didn't mention that this episode, I think all episodes are directed by Leslie Linka Glatter, who TV fans would know from her work on Homeland and Mad Men. She was kind of like the main director for Homeland and she's a very, very good and accomplished TV director. So, um, yeah. Okay. So, Comfort, how was that? Painless? It was very painless and very enjoyable, actually. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And unfortunately, not, I'm not going to publish any of it, but it's fine. We got to speak. <laughs> What do you mean you're not going to publish any of it? Uh, just a social experiment. Anyways, no, thank you for coming on. And yeah, I'll see you back next week when we're talking see about episode then. five. And thank you everyone for listening. Please, if you're listening again, please rate and review. Please check out other episodes on Succession, Barry, Ted Lasso, Yellow Jackets, The Mandalorian, Rain Dogs. Um, yeah, and join us next week when we'll be joined by our personal favorite, Oscar winner, Daniel Kaluuya. Bye, guys.